Rachel, Dave, thank you so much for the uh, chance to chat with you. I absolutely love the film. Um, sometimes I think about dying is is something truly unique and special. Um, so I appreciate it. So this is great. This is great. <laughs> Rachel, what was it that made you want to tell the story? Oh, well, the script reached me in November 2020. And it was before we even had vaccines out in the world. So um, I was still very much in that space, a headspace. And, um, you know, here was a film that had this very funny, complicated, challenging woman. And the focus of the picture was so much on, you know, the minutiae of her day and the things she's touching and noticing and hearing and eating. And here I was, uh, a woman who had spent the last few months, I think, going through a similar arc that she does, which is you begin from a place of maybe there's tension around um, the discrepancy between those things filling your day versus maybe something you else you wish were filling your day. Um, and sort of by the end of the film, and I think certainly by the time this reached me at that point in 2020, I, I had found a place or was looking to find a place where those details, the minutia was filling my day from a, with a place of, uh, from a place of celebration that I get to make this delicious cup of coffee and I get to go out and feel the sun on my face. And I get to send these emails to my colleagues who I miss so much. And I thought the film was sort of like reflecting that through multiple prisms, the prism of her work environment, the prism of romance and connection or friendship and the prism of just social connection at large. So that all felt like a wonderful opportunity. You know, I love the fact that you touched on connection there because I mean, this is a film that, that often really sort of sits in, I'm going to use the term normalcy, um, but maybe that's not the best word to use, but it sort of sits in these moments of, you know, everyday life mm -hmm. with such quiet, but there's a real struggle as we see with, with Daisy's character to, to connect with other people on a personal basis, even, even uh, Dave, with your character uh, on their, on their night together, especially. Um, do you think that do, to you both, do you think that that's been a struggle from us coming out of the pandemic? Do you think that what is it that makes it so difficult for us to be real with one another? Well, I don't know, Dave, do you have something to say about that? Yeah, I think it's just a uh, fear, a fear of like how what you're going to think of me. It's like, you know, I, I think sometimes you feel I mean, me personally, it's like you give up too much of yourself or you 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 um you tell not secrets but like certain things about your personality and and comes out and then you you feel it's judged or somebody says something not to your liking and and you revert back it's tough do you know what i mean it's like cuz i think a lot of people not not they're not being fake but they put on you know to get through a day so you just leave the house or apartment and you're like i'm gonna put on and it's and it's tough i think more with covid as well because it created this thing of like, not only like, I don't want to catch COVID, but now I'm like, hey, I don't even want to go near people. So yeah. now you're, I, you're, you're, you're like, you're, you're going to give me this disease. So I'm like, now I got no trust for strangers and or even the people around me. So then you just sat isolated 
for two, three years and you sat with yourself. It's terrifying. And then now you got to come out again and almost like, man, I was isolated for so long and now I have to come out and try to like interact again. It must have been jarring. And I think a lot of people who didn't think they had anxiety found out they did. Yeah, it's interesting. The the conversations around mental health, especially the well, not even just even before the pandemic, I'd say the last 10 years, but especially the pandemic have really changed. They've really yeah. changed our conversation. Yeah. Um, and yet it's still difficult for us to do, you yeah. know, which is yeah. funny. Yeah, it's we were very fortunate that we were able on Sunday at our screening in L.A. Um, we invited Mark Duplass to come and moderate particularly because he's been so wonderful and how he's been, I think he's been a real ambassador for crystallizing these conversations that we've all started having more differently. And I think are eager to have in a new way. And I've, I, I found the way that he's been doing that um, almost overwhelmingly comforting and exciting. And it was wonderful to have a conversation with him about these things because heretofore the conversation vis-a-vis -vis mental health of their film can sometimes go into the realm of pathology mm. or what audience is wanting to pathologize and i've resisted so intensely because to me if you put this these aspects of her character her experience into a filing system then we're actually not universalizing anymore we're not actually talking about how this is a part of like like basic human fabric and it can be also fluid um so that conversation on sunday was wonderful and i think certainly there's been i don't mean to just say that's the only time we've had that conversation but just to demonstrate i think the way the film's trying to talk about it is in the way that um that we're trying to encourage uh or we're hoping to encourage in that way as opposed to pathologizing and i think um the reason why that conversation is moving in the direction we're encouraging, I think, writ large, is because, as Dave pointed out, you know, the film is very much exploring the difference between unconscious living and conscious living. Mm -hmm. And I think that the pandemic, or sort of people that have diligently been unconscious, and I don't, I don't even like denigrate that. I mean, I think that's a very valid coping mechanism of being a human being. But I think the pandemic it made it impossible to live in that unconscious. You're so conscious, even if you didn't want to be, um, of yourself, of others, of your choices, of your environment, of how you were feeling time. And I think so now you can talk about, or I find it more available to talk about mental health as a common byproduct of being a person as much as like what you had for lunch. You know, it's a byproduct of being alive, you know, and being awake. So I those are the ways in which I've seen the conversation change. I felt this film was absolutely slotting into that zeitgeist. And I, and I enjoy every opportunity that we get to talk about that. And, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm just real world, real world talk here since you're talking about it. You know, when we ask somebody how they're doing, the first thing they say, their reflex is I'm fine or mm. good. Good, good, busy, you know, like the three words, bam, bam, bam. And, and I think we see in this particular film that these sort of flippant answers, they don't really help anybody. They don't even help the person. They just, just self-protection as, as you'd sort of talked before, Dave, about, about fear. Mm -hmm. um, 
and the film is so striking as well visually i love that that play between fantasy and reality yeah. uh, for um dave what was your experience working working on on set with this particular film with the with the with daisy and i mean this is such a unique role for her i mean she's so got such range um but for you both to be it's such a quiet film in so many ways uh we laughed a lot i think everyone really laughed a lot everyone i again i feel like it's hard to connect obviously and we connected like the whole crew connected i don't know you know it's um it felt organic it never felt forced um every actor was giving everyone was was kind to each other Daisy specifically for me was like so giving and, and such a great scene partner. Uh, she's immensely talented, but like it made it safe and comfortable. Rachel as well from from the beginning made it just like a wonderful environment um, to be in. And I, and I hold it dear, dear to my heart from everyone. The P, even like I love the the energy of the PAs, James and Blake. Like James and Blake. They're like, you know, people don't really, I don't know, you got to give it up to them. They really were uh. like phone of like, you know, everyone, you know, people get jobs and they do the jobs, but this is, everyone felt like this is a project they enjoyed. So I think at the end, that's what you, why you get like such a beautiful film because nobody, you know, is there, you know, people want to get paid, but I think it's like, man, I love this story. And I, and I, and that's what it felt like. And, and um, the city of Astoria, I don't know, man, I had a great, great time. I, I, I fondly think about Astoria and my time there even after that was like two years ago, I always think about it and stuff. And then I made these beautiful connections with these people that a lot of them are still in my life. Um, and I still talk to. I think that's incredible. And honestly, it's such a, such a wonderful film for you both. Just as we wrap up, what do you hope people take away from sometimes I think about dying? Well, Dave's heard me say this a million times, but I, <laughs> I, I want people to ask the question, how are you doing and wait for an answer. And listen to it. I want people to hit two o'clock and realize they can for two dollars go buy joy at a donut shop of their choosing because they're a grown up yeah. and that they can see each other as human beings even in the most passive moment of your day like the guy giving you a towel at the gym or something you're like hey buddy how's it going no but really are you doing okay <laughs> end of your shift beginning of your shift you, know, you really engage that's a treat we get to give ourselves. It's not a duty, it's not an obligation. It's actually like, that's the secret right? <laughs> to meaning is that. Uh, this just came uh, just in my head. I was thinking about, I was like, there's a donut place around where I, my apartment here in Los Angeles. And I, some days like if I'm, I mean, I love the donuts there and the coffee. It's like cash only. So it's like old school. And mm. it was, I would... You know, if I was feeling a little bit bummed or not, I would just give me this little thing to talk to the to the to the owners like they work there. But like it's been closed like for a while. I didn't know why I was it was like odd. And I yesterday I went through and I, he the 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 the, 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 the dad went to he's in the hospital. But yeah. I just remember reading like the you know, there, there was like a GoFundMe and it was just like, I don't know, it was just such a part of the day sometimes where I'll go get this donut, delicious donuts and have the interaction with with him and he he was always like sugar and i go no nah, man <laughs> i was always a not sugar but i just loved how he's like man I don't, i'm gonna still ask you <laughs> 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 on the off chance you're gonna say yeah <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and I like always, I don't know. I love, I don't even know the guy and his wife, but it was just like, I don't know. And I just remember reading that thing. It was just like, man, it's just but he's that, a guy to you. He's a he's guy a to me. And there was no phones in there. It's just like old school. You're not even paying debit. It's just like this. I don't know. It's yeah. And before I know we have to wrap up. Is that a Top Gun poster? It is. It is. Well, no, this one's Indiana Jones. I got Top Gun over yeah, there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so. Top Gun. <laughs> one day, Dave and I are. We'll we'll make something like that. Man. <laughs> Except they'll be like, Rachel, this is a movie about planes. Why do we keep just like having people sit quietly thinking <laughs> we gotta know what's going on inside him before he gets in that plane? <laughs> Yo, dude, I'm down. Let me know. I think that, Cruz would be in. <laughs> that would be yeah. fascinating because he, all he does is run. So I mean uh, to, to yeah. have him like, what if you sat down? <laughs> Radical, radical. I mean, he's going to get to the point where that's all he's, I mean, he, age will happen and he will have to sit down. That's the impossible mission for him. But anyway. And that's when I, I'm in. Like, that's where I shine. Thank you both so much. You, for time. I really appreciate it. A film is great. Uh, have a great day. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank have you. A, thank you.